0: hi guys welcome along to another episode of the cheap shot photography podcast my name's tim and in the last episode you will recall we were speaking to a St. Edmunds street photographer uh, called paul clark who was telling us all about his 100 strangers project that he's been running for a little while now and in this episode, I wanted to have a quick chat with you about something I've been doing. So we've gone from 100 strangers to 1,000 steps. Now, if you've not been involved in this or seen it at all, uh, the 1,000 steps photography challenge is something that uh, is on YouTube. And it was originally set up by a Norwegian photographer, I believe, who challenged three other photographers to carry out this particular uh, photography challenge. And since then, it's pretty much gone global. There are loads of videos on YouTube all about it. And I've watched a number of them and thought, this looks good fun, I'm going to have a go. So I uh, got my stuff together, and I carried out the 1000 photography Uh, 1000 steps photography challenge Uh, the long and short of it is you do 1000 steps from your door uh, videoing the whole journey and where your 1000 steps ends you actually set up your camera Um, I mean it was primarily for landscape photographers so they say to set up the tripod and get the camera all set up and then you take just one image yeah, it didn't quite work to plan for me. <laughs> you um, you think that one thousand steps is a reasonable distance? Um, I sort of guessed that I might, if I took a certain route, I might end up in a reasonably scenic location, uh, just down the road from where I live, and um, I ended up really in possibly, the worst sort of location I could have done, um. If you want to see more on it, go and check out the YouTube channel. Uh, thankfully I did manage to get a shot off so I was quite pleased that I found something that I could, that I could take a photo of, but it was really tricky. So uh, yeah go and check that out and um, if you're thinking of doing this or you've done it yourself, please let me know I'd love to um, I'd love to see your video regarding it. Since we last spoke I have not really taken a huge amount of photos. Um, it was recently my birthday and my wife bought me a, uh, one, of, one of these uh, little gimbals um, for your smartphone and I have been practicing my video skills. I went out with that uh, the other day for the first time and did a little video around the local lake. And um, I was really pleased with um, with what I managed to achieve for my first attempt. Um, again, I released that video on uh, the YouTube channel. It's only about a minute and a half long, something like that. But if you fancy having a look at that, um, please go along and check that out as well. We have in this episode another guest to speak to. I managed to have a chat the other evening to Andrew Wormsley. Andrew shoots primarily film. He uh, tends to focus mainly on street and portrait photography. He does a bit of landscape and architecture as well. Uh, based in Lincolnshire, he also has a website. It's very active on Instagram. You can find him pretty much everywhere as the Flogger and of course has his own podcast as well. So uh, have a listen to that and check him out. Um, but we had a chat the other evening. Let's see what we had to say. Yeah, so what should we have a chat about? Well I guess photography is the best thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: I've just um I've just finished my first roll of film that I've shot for ages. As you, oh, probably, wow. as you yeah, I know. As you probably know, I um I shoot digital pretty much yeah. all of the time. Um yeah. I don't know if I can find it. let me see if i can find it actually. There we go. Look, there it is. You've
1: got oh f- oh you got XP two.
0: Yeah. Um Cool. and uh this is my little eBay bargain camera
1: uh, it, if to I don't know okay. whether you're
0: familiar with it but, I'm not uh,
1: familiar with many to be honest I'm not no. really a camera person
0: no, but this this is um this was one pound ninety nine on eBay Wow and I, and I just couldn't resist it, so I thought already had some film because my um my wife uh, works for boots and they were selling okay. off some of their old film, I don't think they stock much film now and they were selling off their old film and she bought it and I thought I was going to put it through because I've got a couple of um, SLRs hmm. and I was going to run it through one of them and, uh, and I saw this come on up on eBay and I thought, God, that'd be, that'd be fun. It? Let's give that a go. So, so I bought it and I was really worried the other day because uh, everything seems to be working okay and it, the, flash doesn't, um, the flash doesn't work. It uh-huh. flashes all of the time so i thought um well i'll just stick a bit of tape over it and if it exposes wrong then it exposes wrong but uh i've just i've just stuck a bit of tape over it and i thought i'll give it a go and i got to the and i've been shooting a few bits here and there and i got to the end of the roll the other day and it auto rewinds and it didn't and i thought oh no and then i was just holding the camera and i pushed the camera back and then it started to rewind. So I thought, oh, okay. So perhaps it, was, <laughs> it wasn't quite making contact or whatever. I'm just hoping yeah, yeah. it would shut tight enough to stop any light getting in the back there. But we will see. I'll get that um, developed and have a look. But yes, yeah, so well, the first roll like, I've shot for years, years and years.
1: Well, it looks like 1980s style.
0: Yeah, I think it was um, 1985, I think, or 83. Okay. Um, and I think it was, uh, I read a little bit on it. I think it was 50 quid when it was new,
2: hmm.
0: which was about the equivalent of a week's wages, apparently. Which is mad.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's a good yeah. little
0: thing. Just is, hoping, hoping the images come out.
1: Well, that's what it's like, isn't it? I, I yeah. remember the first time I shot, and um, I was pretty nervous, Never, ever shot a film before. No, I had no photography mates. I had no one around mm. me. And I got them back, and I was really chuffed with them. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's like, God, I enjoyed that. Because <laughs> I did the old-fashioned thing. I got prints Yeah, as well.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to do that, actually. I think I'm going to get... Um, I think I'm going to send it off, get prints, get it developed and prints, and then um, you can also get, like, a download link can't you so you can actually get the digital files of it as well so i'll probably go for that but yeah i'm quite looking forward to getting that sent off really so what got you into
1: doing that again then
0: well just just listening to because i mean i've been i've been listening to a few different podcasts and and i'll watch a few different people on instagram and um you know sunny 16 and yourself i've listened to yours a couple of times and a few times i thought yeah you know um, I've got, I've still got the, the very first camera I ever had. Um, I got when I was 15, mm-hmm. which as you can probably tell us a few years ago now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my, my uncle actually gave it to me. It was his camera. He bought it in 1966, um, which okay. was the year that I was born. Um, and he upgraded when I was about 15, he bought a whole new load of gear and he gave me all of his stuff. And um, I've still got the camera, it's a Miranda Sensor X, which is why I bought that little one because that was a Miranda as well, the little 35AF. Okay. Okay. Um, and I've also, since then, I've also bought uh, another because my Miranda Sensor X has, has had it, um, oh, okay. it's been dropped, and also, I mean, you can imagine I've, I've had it years. Yeah. And uh, I bought another one, which is absolutely mint on eBay for about 11 quid. Um, and I also bought one which was about four years later as well for about eight or nine pounds. So I've got wow. those two and that's why I got the film initially. But then when I saw this little thing come up, I thought, oh, I'll give that a go as well. So, so I've got a few film cameras. I've got a Canon um, SLR. I don't know which one it is. 650, EOS
2: 650.
1: Uh, I came to another modern one.
2: Yeah, yeah, Um but yeah,
0: I've got and I've got an old um practica as well, but I haven't used any of them really for well years and years and years. So yeah, thought I'd give it a go. Oh, no,
1: that's You've close. got me
0: into it. You and Sunny Sixty, of you.
1: Well, that's good. It's nice to. <laughs> yeah, learn to yeah. Learn. Yeah. That, yeah, Definitely. You know, that's what it's all about. Any of us can shoot digital. It's nice and easy to learn. Mm. Mm. Um, but taking them in I think initial steps with um, yeah. analog is a little bit different mm. um and I think there's I think there's curves to both digital and analog. I think at the beginning it's so exciting mm. and you can get a bit complacent at how um, simple it is, yeah and then you take a massive dive where you start having problems,
0: yeah, yeah, and you do it does slow you down as well, doesn't it, and you do think about oh, things a lot more um
1: fantastic,
0: yeah. And it was, um, I went to, I don't shoot much in my hometown really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I want to get into a bit of street photography, but mm. I mean, I'm so familiar with the place that it doesn't really inspire me to, yeah. to sort of do anything. So, so I sort of tend to be more active on the street when I'm going to other places. And I, um, I feel so. Yeah, yeah. There's a little. Um, market town down the road from me, about 20 miles down the road called Faversham in Kent. Oh, yeah. um, and um, it's actually, the, they've got the world's oldest brewery there as well. Ooh. Shepherd Neem Brewery. Um, they do a really nice drink called 1698, which was when the uh, brewery apparently was founded. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's a really, it's a really lovely old market town. There's loads of old historic buildings and there's mm-hmm. um you get some really cool and quirky people live there as well. So, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know, um, I tend to enjoy going places like that a bit more. And I think I'm going to go there tomorrow morning, actually. So hopefully I'll get a a few decent shots down there as well.
1: No, that's cool. I'll tell you what, have you ever tried uh, Medium Format?
0: No, I haven't. No.
1: Because it's... I think it's even nicer, to be honest, than 35 mm. because you've got half as many exposures for a start. Mm. Um, it teaches you to be very, very careful, but having a waist level finder is yeah. fantastic. Um, yeah. And it suits so many types of photography. Um, it's pretty tough for portraiture mm-hmm. um, here and there, um, but it's I use it. I mean, is that
0: what you prefer to shoot then? Normally, oh, any day,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, I took medium format on holiday with me. Oh, no, really? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. what uh, 1400 uh grams, yeah, what, 1.4 mm. uh, kilo. Yeah, I handheld it everywhere.
2: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's great
1: because I got amazing photos. Uh, I went on a bike ride with, in a local um stately home with my daughter, yeah. It out, whipped out a few pictures. Mm. Um, you just got to understand really about film and metering, yeah. Uh, and it takes a while to get there, so like it's really good to shoot um, with um, your autofocus modes, um, aperture priority, and stuff like that, yeah. Uh, Till you get used to metering. And I mm. think once you get used to metering, buy a camera that doesn't have a meter. Yeah. I'll buy a broken camera, you know, whichever way and I'll tell you what and- I've been
0: doing as well, which is which is a really good idea, I think, is that I've got um I can't remember the name of it now, but I've got one of those uh, metering apps on my iPhone.
1: Yes, yeah, I use one.
0: And um and and I I tend to when I'm out, I mean not like like I say, most of the time I'm shooting digital, but just for, for my own peace of mind, every once in a while I look at it and think I wonder what the, um, you know, what the exposure would be at F8 at the moment in this light and then i mm. I guess it and then see how close I am to it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: yeah. that that's that's pretty good because I'm sort of learning my way back into that a little bit.
1: Well, I think it's probably the biggest skill.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so you're right.
1: That There's nothing hard about pointing a lens at something. No. No, exactly. Choosing your subject matter and framing is a different matter, but you know, learning light, you, you'll never stop doing it, will you? No,
0: no, exactly.
1: Exactly. Um, and of course, then you've got effects of different lenses. Um, you know, I, I learned that I really shouldn't be shooting into light. It's horrific on the older lenses. Yeah. Um, and I wasted, a, you know, one and a half rolls and got some poor shots. Oh, God. <laughs> and, you know, but I just, it's experience. Hmm. Um,
0: that's how we so, learn
2: things.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's not like um, you know people like me didn't do photography in the past. It's a new thing, so I didn't have. But
0: how long have you been doing it
1: then? Um, about four to five years. Oh, really? Yeah, no, oh, never okay. ever touched a camera till.
0: And did you did you um, did you start off with film or did you start off with digital and then move I... to film?
1: I've had, like, bridge cameras. All oh, right, right, yeah. That, uh, and um, normal cheap and cheerful cameras, like everybody has. Mm. So then I bought a bridge uh, just because we needed one. I was on holiday. So, you know, just normal cheesy shots like everyone gets. Mm. And then um, I just started going out at night. and I took one photo that I really loved, and I can't remember if I took it on my phone, and then I thought, this looks quite nice. And then I started going out every night. And every night I was trying new things. I loved sunsets at this point. Mm. And um, then uh, I realised I did know someone in photography. And he ran the local photography shop. So I went in to see him. And I said, look, I don't want to spend a lot of money. I want to get a camera. Um, and he just literally kicked me out. Bits, yeah. Everything was second hand. I mean, like even the bag was second hand. And I was like, <laughs> this is exactly what I want. So literally I didn't need anything. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that probably lasted me a total of a year. Hmm. I think within, I think within about a year of owning one, I got a, a film camera, hmm. Olympus OM10.
0: Oh yeah, they're good. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, they're great. The, yeah. the reason you buy them is they're cheaper than all the other brands and they're smaller. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just stuck with Olympus after that. Uh, I wore that out and snapped the shutter. <laughs> <Literally>. uh, <sugar. laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was great. Um, then I got people into shooting with me. So I did projects with it. Yeah. Uh, so I got sent around the UK that one. Um, then I bought another one cause that, to replace that. And then I jumped onto uh, an OM2. All right. Yeah. Because mm. I wanted to go totally um, classic no auto features although it turns out it does have aperture priority i think yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i wanted a pure mechanical camera yeah
0: but bit sort of full control
2: basically
1: yeah and it's yeah it,
2: it, that's,
1: that's good it, it's it's helped me because then one year later i bought the uh bronica medium format and mm. then one year later i bought the large format mm. um
0: so you, you you pretty much shoot film all of the time now, do you?
1: Pretty much, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I went out for the first time with some models last week, and I only shot film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite difficult. It, it's a bit awkward. Um, we we also that's probably the
0: attraction, though, isn't it? Cause it you, is because you've got um, to think about it and yeah, you know, you've got I to like prepare all yourself. Like, yeah.
1: It's just working with models. Um, They have Mm. to stand there for a lot longer than normal. Mm. And there's certain times where you think, look, it's too dark. I can't get away with this without Flash. Yeah. So then you're relying on uh, maybe friends to meet her for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have a handheld meter. I can't afford it like that. (laughs) And um, it then was like, yeah well, let's try a few settings, so then you're like minutes and minutes and minutes, all really, to get one shot or mm. two mm. Um, so it does have its drawbacks um, but most of these people know me, and they're patient, and because I've been giving them prints, yeah, they know they may get something nice, yeah,
0: yeah exactly exactly you do you Shoot quite a bit of uh, night portrait
1: stuff, don't you? Oh yeah. To be fair, the end, the my photography goes around my family, mm. so podcasting and photography goes at night. Yeah. So in summer, I get, I can get sunsets and bright skies, and if it's winter, well, <laughs> it's going to be flash. <laughs> yeah. It's that yeah, exactly. simple.
0: Do you ever take um, any like, um, you know, sort of. Uh, continuous lighting with you.
1: No, no. I've got, um, I've got one uh, like model light, uh, and I have got you know the, you might know them. There was called the red lights, they're used in studios. They're actually orange color. Yeah, the, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were industry standard stuff, hmm. but they run so hot, it's like having the sun on you. Yeah. Um they don't really have a way of attaching um umbrellas or anything.
0: No. No, I didn't know whether you'd like could uh use some of these sort of modern sort of LED type lights. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, friends have used them. Yeah. yeah. And because w- 'cause they're quite is, cheap
0: as well now, aren't
1: they? They're they're reasonable, yeah. Yeah. Um and obviously you can't beat seeing.
2: No, not exactly. Much easier, exactly. Um,
1: yeah, and and that would stop me having the odd problem with flashes being incompatible, um, and, and not triggering. And borrowing friends is. I mean, I took three shots, and the trigger didn't go off on any of them. Oh god! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't take out with me. I, I didn't. I didn't really intend on shooting much, to be honest. Like, yeah. It was just nice yeah. to be out. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been three and a half months since we've all seen each other so
0: yeah it's a big problem isn't it really yeah lockdown you know particularly if you go out with a group of people and and like you when you're sort of using models as well it's it's really awkward isn't it i've seen quite a you've you've been you sort of turned your hand a little bit to um some architectural stuff as well lately haven't you which has
1: been uh, quite nice yeah that architecture's somewhat uh I think it's probably always been inside me that I like architecture, but yeah, um, it's probably been only the last year where it's been more minimalism and things like that. Mm,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, I've seen some of those shots. They're really nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it appeals it, to me, that sort
2: of stuff.
1: Well, it, it sort of came as an idea because, um, you know, I don't have a lot of equipment, so I, I like this idea of constraints. Yeah. Um, so I this thought about only using... Um, a long lens. So mm. I've shot a lot of the architecture at 150 mil. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, which is stupid because no one does that. <laughs> no,
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: And uh, I thought I'll do this. I'll do it on film. Um, and then I'll digitally manipulate it to uh, a pattern I want, um, mm. which is a long-term project I'm doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've
0: seen that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I keep putting bits on my website, but I'm trying to hold back, not sharing too much, because I actually want to turn it into a, a zine yeah, at some point, or a mm. little book or something.
0: Yeah, uh, I've got an old um, which I sometimes will will put on my Canon. I've got an old um, Soligor one three five f two point eight, which again I've got a eBay for like peanuts. But mm-hmm. sometimes I'll stick that on the Canon. I'll just go out and shoot with that, and it, it it's a great lens because it's it, it gives you almost like a vintagey sort of feel to the yeah. to the photos. I love it, you know. And I I use that quite a bit from time to time. I just think, yeah, I'm just going to go out and shoot with that. And like you say, it just makes you think about things because it's quite a big focal length, and you need mm-hmm. to sort of. Pull back from from where you are and think, yeah, you know, how, how am I going to frame this up? It's cool. It's really good.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's great to learn because I think initially when you start, you you want everything in, yeah, You're shooting everything wide, everything's the vista yeah. approach, yeah. And um, I used to watch a lot of um, what's his name, Heaton, Thomas uh, the yeah, Thomas, Thomas Heaton, the yeah. landscape guy. And, um, yeah, I really liked his work. And then when he started using longer lo- focal lengths, mm. I was like, this guy now knows what he's talking about. He's really honed his craft. Mm. Um, and then I just went away. I stopped watching YouTube. Um, I don't watch digital photographers cause it's all meaningless to me now. Um, <laughs> and I just watch, um, I'm trying to learn theories, mm. um, because the theory has helped me do all the things now, like in the dark room. Yeah. That then has an approach, helps me think about my negatives. Yeah. And that only happened in the last three weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. It's been a massive lesson. Mm. Um, It's great. Um, Because I did um, some shots in Liverpool last year, uh, architecture, and the scan was lovely. I absolutely adored the image. Yeah. And I was desperate to print it. And I can't print it. It's just unprintable. It the, the honestly, if you look at the negative, it is so thin, you can't see anything. Really? Yeah, mm. even when you backlight it, I mm. can barely make out which is the frame. Oh and which is the next frame. Mm. <laughs> and um I was like, right, I need to learn a little bit more now, um, And some people send you down the wrong um, down the wrong alley, really to what you should be learning. and they start talking about tech of enlargers. Hmm. and it 's like, "No, that is wrong. This is a bit like arguing about lenses on digital cameras. This is completely the wrong approach. You need to learn theory of what, what light does and where it is. We don't need to argue about technology. And, um, that was right. It's just, it's like, it's too, it's too thin. You can't do out. Mm. Um, so you have to shoot it properly initially and yeah. have a good negative. It's yeah. Light. Right. Okay. Get it, so get it right to start with. Is. Yeah. So you have, yeah. you can have the opposite way. You know, you can have a black negative, which obviously causes you the opposite issue. It's too mm. bright. Yeah. So. Mm. Um, that's been awesome. and
0: <laughs> I don't know whether, well, I don't think I'll ever get into, um, I've never really been into the idea of developing my own stuff anyway, even when I used to shoot um, film, which mm-hmm. obviously was quite a while ago. Um, I can see the excitement of it, but it's like, you know, I've got nowhere where I can really do it. And... Um, you know, it's just, you've got to be quite precise about everything as well, haven't you? And
1: well, people say this, but honestly, if you saw me, you would totally <laughs> change your mind. Uh, I am not like other people because um, I think this is the problem that people t- say you need uh, precise things. It's complete rubbish. So really, developing is totally different. Yeah, that's just chemicals, very simple science, heat, hmm. light is a process. Mm. Chemicals have reactions. So, yeah, that's different. I mean, I'm not massive into developing myself. Um, mm. It's the least important bit to me. Yeah. Um, but printing is a complete opposite. My, uh, my dark room is an outbuilding attached to the house. Mm. It's not, like, tight because the door's got many holes in it. Um, <laughs> you can print with your door slightly open um i don't use temperatures hmm. don't even have a thermometer Blimey. so it, it's literally all irrelevant you, i never knew that it's dead everything dead you
0: everything you're reading here is uh you know it's got you know it's quite sort of precise and it's got to be to the point
1: yep that's what um people tell you and like timings and stuff in the dark room that's complete rubbish. You can more or less do what you want. It's about creativity. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: I guess it is, isn't it, really?
1: Because yeah. this is your Photoshop end. Mm. So how can you say there are rules and procedures to go through? Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You, you, you wouldn't sit in front of Photoshop with someone and say, well, that's wrong.
0: Yeah, that you slider needs to there. be over there,
1: and that one needs exactly. to be you there. Can. It's, it's the artistic side. And, um, yeah, yeah. There are minimums in the sense um, that uh, chemicals we only react over time uh, and temperatures. Mm. But um, if it's cold in my outbuilding, what can I do? Nothing. It's cold outside. I can't mm. turn the sun up, can I? <laughs> so you just you just print for longer. It, yeah, it's no different. It's the reverse of your camera, actually yeah um enlarging it is literally the opposite Mm. shorter period on a larger lens um creates all your light. yeah the longer you have your lens open the short uh the longer you have it open lets less light in it's Mm. so weird Mm. um and sometimes you forget these little simple things
0: (laughs) i saw you were you were doing some prints earlier weren't you on uh or was, yeah. was that from today?
1: No. They, uh, no from the, the other day. So they're from the weekend, yeah. So yeah. They I, were I videos saw where...
0: a little bit on, uh, I think it was on Instagram, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I thought I'd save them. So I did two videos while I was in the dark room. Um, and one of them was just this, um, I'd seen um, John Whitmore at the Dark Shed talk about pre-fixing. Mm. um. And I was like, hang on a second. This is again, you see, this is wrong because this means you're doing the third stage before anything. Mm. So obviously if you read a book, you're gonna say, well, no, no, no fixes the last part Yeah, do. The, uh,
0: Yeah, yeah, at the end.
1: Exactly. Well, see, this is where the creativity came in. So I did it with lumen prints initially. Right. And I thought, well, all I'll do is I'll I'll just paint on um Little marks. I tried a bird and a sun, and I mm. can't draw, so you know, they are <laughs> terrible. They look <laughs> like a five year old's done, and honestly. <laughs> and it worked. It it basically just turned it sort of white. Mm. And um, I had this idea come to me this photo I've got, uh, and it's the one I'm going to use for all the work, so i get a bit of consistency. I took inspiration from a guy called Mads, Madison, to be honest. He created um, a lot of photos, and what he did was he actually burnt the negatives. Oh, right. Okay. And it created this like flame effect, and then he would overlay um, one on top of another. So, if you get a picture, oh, wow. or, like yeah. a portrait of someone, it mm. then overlay another photo inside there.
2: Yeah.
1: And oh, it's beautiful. So, like layering. Yeah. Basically. A little artists. Mm. Um, and, and these sorts of people call themselves artists because. I don't care. Sometimes it's are painting. Sometimes it could be clay. Or... Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, God, I can barely work a camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then it came to me that um maybe I should play more with the actual chemicals I've got in front of me. Mm. So I used this um photo, this model I'd worked with. She's actually a friend's wife. Mm. Best photo I've ever taken, session i did. And I thought, if I use this idea of beauty, but cancel out the beauty by putting X's over it.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I thought, what I could do then is turn this into a project. If I can come up with other ideas of um, patterns, I can do. Mm. um, What I was thinking is to make it then even. I could um, maybe cut out something, Mm. so it's nice, solid, and it's because my like I say, my drawing and that is awful. Or like um, a, a,
0: even a question mark somewhere or an exclamation yeah, mark marks. or something like that.
1: Yeah, there's, there's quite a few mm. sort of things we can do. But the hardest thing is you can't see what you're doing <laughs> and you can't see where you're doing it.
0: Oh, wow. Until so, until at the end.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you don't know how well the prefix will work Yeah. because it's a matter of how much you put on and how fresh it is. Yeah. So if you'd say did one stroke, yeah, you really wanted to get more, mm. so you get another fresh stroke. Because if you don't, you'll get uneven amounts. Oh, I knew wow. that from my yeah. lumen prints. Yeah. So, I was so I stood there with uh, the enlarger light on, and then you put a, it's got a red filter, so mm. no light penetrates. Um, yeah. Oh, so light penetrates it because it's red. The paper can't see it. mm. But the only thing I could make out was eyebrows. So I had an idea where the eyes were, <laughs> and I could make out a tiny bit of where the lipstick uh, was. Yeah. I, I guessed where the uh, mouth was wrong, but I got it right in the second go. Oh, wow. But yeah. it's so weird just drawing on something. You're like, how much did I put on there?
2: <laughs>
0: so, I'm going to go back and have another look at that in a moment. Because I didn't know that's <laughs> how I didn't know that's how you did that. I'm gonna go back and have another look.
1: Yeah, you want to um, watch that video? Yeah yeah, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll
0: do. And what was I, the um, the double exposure one that you? Oh doing my as well? god,
1: that was so tough. Yeah. Uh, so again, it was Crystal's face, and it was a shot of a place in Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was taken at a slight angle, so it wasn't quite. Um, it, it was a vanishing point, but it didn't meet in the middle of the page. Mm. Um because that's the style I need. And um, the patterns are set different on each side of the uh building. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't notice till afterwards. But what I wanted to <laughs> do was completely overlay the building just onto a face.
2: Mm.
1: Now, have you ever shot double exposure? I've done a
0: few, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So the trick with doing uh, double exposure on the faces is make sure anything around the face is um, white. Yeah. Just into just completely blow it out. Mm. Well, that's too late. I've got a negative that's got detail behind, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have any other close-up shots. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I knew it wouldn't work perfect. So I did my first one, and I realised my exposure was out because obviously I, you're guessing. Mm. Um, because you've got two negatives. So the first time I actually put the two negatives on top of each other. Right. Just shot through it. Um I couldn't couldn't get that working, so I just gave up with that after one go. I couldn't be bothered. So then I thought I'll try it separately. Um but then I was like, hang on a sec, the building isn't covering enough of a face. So this is gonna be really bloody difficult. <laughs> so it was I knew the exposure for her face, so I made sure I had that in my head. So I exposed that, put the paper then back in the um, uh, paper bag, Hmm. then did another uh, strip of uh, the building to get the right exposure. Then sort of guessed where it would need to be, but I needed the building to be bigger, so I had to extend the enlarger up, Oh, wow. To take the second <laughs> shot. But, you know, this is changing the um, changing the negative over as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Making sure it's in focus again. And putting the paper back on, making sure you don't flick anything wrong. Gosh. And it worked. And I was like, yeah.
0: oh, my God. Yeah, amazing.
1: It looks, like, I love it, because it looks like she's got her perfect skin disease or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not complimentary it, for a it model. It did look but... pretty uniform. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to... It gives me then ideas to look for buildings and backgrounds. Yeah. So so this is the thing, you know, if you stick with um, one model like that and mm. stick to the one photo, you can then just keep playing with images. Yeah. And then you'll learn about double. You could even do treble exposure. It, it It's no different from you shooting digitally. It's light.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, I, I, su- I suppose not, but the the creativity side of things sounds pretty involved.
1: <laughs> it's just a yeah. Well, you it's know, trying, because... trying to
0: trying to create something in an analog way. Hmm. Um, you know, you you can mess around with all sorts of th- all sorts of things digitally, can't you? But trying to do something in an analog way is really really is trial and error isn't it
1: yeah it is yeah it really it's, is um, it's different and it's to me it's the same reason i shoot film yeah um yeah you now life isn't easy uh, and you know i always talk about this life's never been easy for me i never do mm. things the easy way and it's not showing off um mm. life just didn't come easy to myself um uh, mm. you know I, everything i've done um has been tough and I don't always learn straight away like, like film. You know? Yeah, yeah. It took, took me years to get to the point where I can meet her in here. Uh, mm. I'm going to be slightly out, but you, you understand some film's forgiving, some isn't.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, um, yeah, I mean... It's
0: brilliant. So I'm going to go back and have another look at those now. Because <laughs> I, I must admit, I didn't have the volume up too loud, so I didn't hear too much of what was going on, but I'm definitely going to go and have another look. And, uh, and I would encourage anyone else listening to uh, to check it out as well, because I think that's great. And I think that's going to be a good, um, a good uh, little project with that particular idea of, you know, sort of yeah, using, using that style to to bring different elements into um, into that particular sort of portrait photography mm. that you do
1: well to me you see I can't edit I'm useless at editing, so <laughs> the steps involved for me to learn double exposure well enough to get away with it and make a an image that you will be talking about i I think I could be you know a year away from that um, well
0: uh, from what I've seen with that other one it it looks really good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: really good, <laughs> but I, th- I think analog. It for me, it's an easier process. Um, yeah, it's just more involved with time, um, mm. and I'm learning more and more about that. Um, like I tell you, there was re- here's a really simple example. Um, my enlarger bus, so I couldn't actually lower it to mm. fill the sheet. Mm. So someone said to me, um, "Turn your enlarger upside down." So you can't actually turn it larger, but the the uh, thing that holds it and goes up and down, you could. Yeah, you took it apart and I, I just moved it upside down. <laughs> so the broken bits at the bottom.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then someone said, "You do realise that even easier solution? You hire your paper." Mm. And it's like, oh my god, why didn't you think of that? <laughs> I could just put a box underneath it. <laughs> it would make the same effect. So yeah, there are always yeah. ways of doing stuff.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Very <laughs> good. Very good. Well, it's been lovely having the chat, Andrew. really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think, uh, I think anyone, uh, listening to this should go and check out, um, those photos. Well, check out all of your work actually, and also the podcast. Mm. Uh, so the flogger, uh, the photography blogger, of course.
1: And, I'm glad um, someone
0: got that. <laughs> yeah, of course. And um, I think they can find you pretty much everywhere under that name, can't they?
1: They can, mate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, nice one. Thanks ever so much, Andrew. It's been great speaking to you. As soon as I've got those uh, photos developed of my first roll of <laughs> black <laughs> and white film, um, <laughs> cool. I'll, I'll definitely show you. And uh, we will see what we've got.
1: No, Thanks so much. To see
0: you. It's been uh, been really cool having a chat to you. All the best yeah. with everything, and um, I will speak to you soon.
1: Yeah, you take care, my man.
0: Cheers, mate. Thank thanks, you. Sir. Cheers. Bye. Well, a big thank you to Andrew for having a chat with us. Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I'll be back with a new episode very shortly. But for the meantime, thanks ever so much, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Mm-hmm.